Hello, everybody, and welcome back to All Things Medical Assistant. I am Santi Notes, your host. Thank you, everybody, for coming back and, and sticking around. And this is episode four in season one, and I'm excited that we're, we're getting along. Now, uh, today I want to talk about something that I think affects people in, 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 in all areas of, of, of all professions. And uh, this is something obviously very, very frustrating, but let, let me start it like this. <clears throat> Let me start like this. Do you remember when you were interviewing for your job as a medical assistant, whether it was your first job or, you know, another job? Um, and there's a, there's always that one question you can always count on, and that's the question, have you ever in your previous jobs had a fellow or coworker uh, not do their duty, not pull their own weight or... Uh, become confrontational and if so how did you handle it you know every time i get that question when i interview it just it drives me bananas because i mean you know i've i've been in the field 27 years you know and yeah obviously i've i've worked with with many types of uh medical assistants nurses you know uh, physicians physicians assistants and respect i mean just all types of of technicians and and mid levels and all and and you know, I and I'm proud to say that I've worked more with some of the best and the better ones than I have, you know, some of the worst ones. But let me tell you, when you get when when you when you get stuck with one of the worst ones, it it, it really makes you know life hard. You know, a lot of us, you know, don't get me wrong. I love my family. I love coming home and 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 I love being responsible and taking care of my family and and playing with my my kiddo and all. But you know, just like I'm sure a lot of you will agree with me, we go to work to get away from home right because you know we, we are medical assistants we are working a career not a job and you know we, we want to go to somewhere where we feel productive and where we feel important and where we feel like we matter and make a difference you know whether we get praise or not whether we're attention seekers whatever but you know a lot of us leave home and, and go to work well you know how about going to work you know, and you're in a good mood, you're jumping to work, and you're like, all right, today's going to be a great day, I'm going to do better than I did yesterday, I'm going to give an additional 10%, and then <clears throat> you get to work, excuse me, and you have that one coworker, maybe two, I mean, I've had more than one, but you have that one coworker that just either doesn't pull their weight, or purposely takes advantage of the system, or just on so many, you know, so many levels, take advantage of of what's going on, you know, and even worse, if you're a person of good nature, you know, where you're hard on your sleeve and you're a hardworking individual and everybody knows this, they take advantage of that. What's even worse are those that, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, you know, and like I said, you know, this conversation, I want you to go ahead and listen to what I have to say. And if, if I strike a chord, if I invoke a emotion, if I, if I upset you, please send me a voice message and let me know and I'll address it in the next episode. But, you know, it, how about those those coworkers that that do it purposely because they feel that they're entitled because they've been there three, four, five, six, seven, eight years longer than you have, no matter if you've had more experience than them, or they just feel that well, um, since I've been here in this position the longest, you know, I'm going to act as a pseudo supervisor and I'm going to tell you what to do, and they know they do it. They know they do it. We all know that we do it. I mean, you have to be pretty ignorant to sit there and act this way and not realize that that's the way that you're acting 
you know, give me a break. Am I right? Let me know if I'm wrong. I mean, everybody knows that the way they're act when they're acting it. People know when they're imposing. People know when they're, you know, not doing enough, when they're doing more, you know. If we're smart enough to know we're doing more than what we should be doing, when we know that we're being taken advantage of, why, why, why can't the people that do the taking advantage of realize of what they're doing? Well, you know, yeah, that's the frustrating part because you know that they know, you know? So how do you deal with it? Well, one, if you're in a union to position like I am, you know, you're supposed to follow steps, go through the union, you know, or, you know, or maybe the first point of contact is your, your immediate supervisor. And then if that doesn't happen, uh, you know, at any level, any changes, then you're supposed to go to your, your union and, and it's just a big, big, big mess, you know. And then you get to a point where you feel like, man, I wish I just didn't say anything. You know, it's just, you know, now the coworker knows and, you know, now the coworker's making my, my job even more impossible. You know, how do you get around that? What do you do? You know, hell, shh, I still don't know what to do. I mean, because to this day, you know, all of us that work, you know, there's, there's a group of us that work very, very close where I'm at, you know, the urgent care that I'm in. And we rely on each other. And we work pretty good. I mean, we roll off of each other's back, which I'm sure many of you medical assistants or listeners do. And there are people you can count on, you know. And, and there's always that one person that you just cannot count on. And it just makes the day so much worse, you know. And so here you go. You know, you get up in the morning to get ready to go to work. And you have this, 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 this happy sensation, this happy feeling all right, I'm going to go to work, I'm going to do my best, and, uh, but, oh, who am I working with today? Uh, shit. Brr. But, you know, you, you get beads of sweat dripping down through your, you know, through your crack off your back, you know, you're just like, oh, my God, you're already nauseous before you got to work, you know, and you haven't even eaten anything yet. You know, and, and now here you are looking forward to just, you know, going home, you know, just, you're looking forward, for, that's just no way to work, right? That's just no way to work. You know, we should be able to go to work and be happy, you know? I mean, we get into a career to do what we love, and we should expect that everybody around us should love their job too. And unfortunately, in the healthcare field, there are people in their positions that have no business being there. Again, let me say, no business being there. But oh well, you know, it's going to happen. So, I mean, how do you navigate it, you know? And I would appreciate some listeners maybe. Why don't you go ahead and voice message me and, and let me know how you how you handle it, and I'll I'll go ahead and share it on uh, the uh, the next episode. But you know, it's been very frustrating because you know there's you know it also depends on the type of person they are. You know, you know I've, I've worked with people who are very infuriating, but they're actually approachable, and even though they know that they they act in a certain way, they're actually okay with you walking up to them and saying, "Hey, you know." Um, so and so, you know, I, this is you're acting like this, you know. Sometimes we have the 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 capacity to to befriend them and and actually be able to keep each other balanced and straight, you know. And then you have those that you just learn from day one to stay away from, you know, that you stay away from. And it's hard. It's hard. So what do you do? You know, we should be able to confront our fears. We should be able to confront our suspicions. We should be able to confront, you know, anything that makes the workplace hard, right? I mean, aren't your employers, especially like on day one, what do they say? Oh, well, you have your, your employee resource lines. You have your, 
whistleblower lines. You have all these um, resources available to you to report situations like these. Because sometimes, and and correct me if I'm wrong, sometimes these situations can get so bad it can actually cause or worsen a depression. You know, a lot of times it'll onset a depression, especially for somebody like me who might already be dealing with, you know, a depression and you go to work to do your best and, you know, you see the good coworkers around you being affected too and instead of being happy, you find yourself talking shit, you know, about that one person or or maybe not. I'm, I, just, I just heard from a friend, okay, that that's what happens. But, you know, you know, in... And then how are you supposed to incorporate that type of sensation into your daily life, you know? That feeling of, this is this is what it is, and this is how it's supposed to be. Do I have to come to work like this every time, every day, you know? Four days out of the week, five days out of the week? And then on top of that, you know, depending on the situation, or rather the, the, the specialty that you work in, you know, just adds on to that stress as well. You know, how do you deal with that, you know? And I, I remember one job I had, this is when I was in a family med- uh, family medicine position. Um, thank God I'm out of that one. Not to say there's anything wrong with it. I think family medicine is, is a beautiful, beautiful, um, uh, beautiful uh, uh, place to work in. I, I actually believe that, you know, family medicine should be considered a specialty because you have to know a little bit about everything. It, it's a tough job, you know, and, and and to lead a team like that, you know, kudos to those that are leads in, 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 those, in those instances. But um, when... You know, and I just and I just didn't appreciate you know all the administrative stuff that they give you. But anyways, so you know when you're in a in a in a place where it's very demanding, you know that it, it starts to creep up in 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 your conscience or starts to creep up in in your in in your in your in your work ethic, you know, because either one it corrupts you and makes you just as bad of a coworker, or two, you know it can actually make you a better coworker and it can help you be a better person. You know, maybe for some people it gives them a strength to be able to confront and say, hey, you know what? You know, and it's unfortunate that that has to happen that way. But let me tell you this. With all this negativity that I've explained, let me tell you this. And I know that this is going to sound easier said than done. And I know, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard, to, you know, to, to, to think and feel this way. But we have to remember that when we go to work, when we go to work in a career, you know, where we're helping people, where we're helping to educate people. Because people come to us, you know. How many times as a medical assistant have been called a nurse? Or maybe as a medical assistant you've been called a physician's assistant, you know. It's like nobody understands or nobody knows or nobody can understand the word, you know, medical assistant. You know, nobody really uh, knows that title out there when it comes to the patient population. And, you know, and it feels good when somebody can acknowledge you like that. You know, they're just... They're just affirming that, you know, you're a knowledgeable component in this, you know, on this, on this medical team, you know, and remember that, that you go out and you provide a service and you do a good job and, and don't let anybody rob that of you. You know, remember what you went through. Remember the, you remember the signing up for the class and going through the class and taking the tests and doing the externship and getting the job, you know, and remember all the times that you were, you know, giving a pat on the back, you know, even though you didn't ask for it. Remember all the times when you, you knew you did something right, when you know you could have done something wrong or not done anything at all. Remember those times, and that's why you do it. Now, 
the you know unfortunate thing about these types of coworkers, you know, it's it's like I don't know if they're, if they're really thinking that nobody notices because hey, correct me if I'm wrong. These people have a whole workforce behind them talking about them. Because if one person can see a if 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 you can see a coworker for what they are, believe me, all those that have worked around that coworker for a longer period of time will know what they are too. And little by little, you learn to you you learn to pick and, and choose your battles with with whomever. Um, but you'll you'll start to you'll, you'll start to find coworkers that you know what feel the same way as you do. Yeah, you know, and find comfort that you can talk about it, blow off that steam, and just let the day go by. But you need to remember the good work that you do. You need to remember why you're there. You need to remember why you have a team that believes in you. Why you have a physician that allows you to be an extension of their of their uh, their license, you know, or the institution. You know, like I work for the University of Washington. You know, I, I think it's a great place to work. You know, and by them allowing me to be able to, you know, speak to a patient over the phone, face to face, answer questions you know, and, and, and not be second guessed, but, you know, to be given that confidence that I know what I'm doing. It's a powerful, awesome, empowering feeling. And that's what you should be doing is going to work and remembering those feelings and working towards those feelings. Now, again, let's not become that type of a, of a coworker either. Let's not let ourselves get big heads. Let's not let ourselves, you know, overdo it, you know, just because we do a good job, you know, more than once doesn't mean that we're better than anybody else. Because why did we get into the medical field to begin with? We got in the medical field to be humble, to step aside from ourselves, to take time away from our family, to take time away from ourselves. You know, we, we made the conscious decision to, to embark in a career that affects us emotionally, that affects us psychologically, that affects us at time ethically, you know. And, and that, you know, in, in, in my many different licensures that I that I've had and even that I carry you know sometimes I wonder well could I've been you know a little bit better about that see and those are the things you need to stay away from you need to find a way to let's say I don't know on on the simplest note when you, you need to find the way where you can sit down and give yourself a little bit of a pep talk right where you know once you're feeling frustrated you can just shake it off you know, I'm gonna go sit down and and I'm gonna think this through because, you know, I'm sure this has happened to not everybody, but I'm sure a vast majority. But, you know, I've had instances where I've just blown up, you know, where that coworker that I've been dealing with and working with and trying to help understand, you know, and I've even gone to, um, you know, management, administration, human resources. Man, sometimes they're, they're worth less than what even worthless these days, anyways, because I remember the day of human resources, man, you reported something, more, it was done and taken care of, period. That's saying, man, I've, I've reported things and I've seen it taken care of within 30 minutes of my report. Now, forget it. You know, all they say is we're working on it, you know, and, you know, by the time they're working on it, man, you've already curated the cheese and you're eating it. Whatever. So, you know, I'm just trying to be a voice of, of, of empathy and support here, you know. Go to work. Keep doing that job. You know, keep listening to your inner self. Keep listening to that inner ethical medical assistant. Keep listening to that that inner humble medical assistant. You know, remember your education. Remember you're there to to simplify your life at basic levels. You know, to 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 share your knowledge because you're there. I mean, 
after all, you're there to help the people. See, and those of you that have been in the medical field for many years like I have, I mean, obviously we're doing something right. If you've not had a license taken away or revoked or if you've not been suspended or, or uh, what's the word, um, been given corrective action, you know, be proud of that. And be proud of the fact that, that you're a better person, that you can go about the day and do your job the appropriate way. Just try and remember that that's, that that's what makes you. And that's what makes you the medical assistant that you are. And remember that all those around you know how that bad medical assistant or that, you know, that, that unethical medical assistant is, you know. And just, and just, just, remember, just remember as well that, you know, we made the conscious choice and the decision to get into a, you know, a thankless career. Unfortunately, a lot of people get into it for the job security because now medical is the most secure. We're seeing it now with this coronavirus issue. You know, a lot of people have lost their jobs, can't go to work. But those in the medical field are essential. Medical assistants, you know, CNAs, obviously PAs, AMPs, and MDs, obviously. But man, a medical assistant, we're essential. The government is shutting everything down. But I get to go to work because I'm a medical assistant. Because I am an essential part of a process, an essential part of a system. The University of Washington says so. And I say so. I believe in myself. So you have to remember that. You have to remember that. Remember how good you are. Now, let me be honest and flip it around. Now, all you medical assistants who don't take the job serious, all you medical assistants who take advantage or, you know, don't recognize the humility of the people that work around you. Shame on you. You know, at least try a little bit better. Try a lot harder to, uh, you know, to, to, to hide that narcissism, you know. Try a lot harder. Because, and, and you know who I'm talking about. You know I'm talking about you. And you know, and you know, and, and I think the narcissism runs so deep, you, you actually believe that everybody around you likes you. So, you know, so, you know, the unethical MAs, you know, this is to you tomorrow or the day before. But I ask you, if, 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 if you can have the audacity to not work ethically, then you should have the strength to, to try and do this. Okay. Pick a day and go up to somebody and say, hey, you know, I want to ask you a favor. I want you to tell me the truth on how you feel that I do my job. I promise that I will not get mad. I promise that I will not retaliate. I mean, I know I'm asking something big of you because you can even do your job to begin with. And see what they tell you. And when you're told the truth, don't act surprised. I mean, your ego will be bruised because narcissism, you know, rejection of narcissism, oh man, that, that, that hurts, you know. Because one of the essences of, of narcissism is, you know, the existentialism, right? Just not caring. I don't care. It's all about me. It's what I believe in, blah, 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 blah. You know? And then it's even worse. You try to make everybody believe the same bullshit that you're trying to pass off on them. Maybe you believe it too, you know? I don't know. You all think you're like little, you know, uh, Bansons or, you know. Anyways. You know, you should really put yourself into perspective, you know? You should be able to understand that you have a duty and obligation with your experience and your knowledge to be leaders, okay? To be 
proponents, not components, proponents. You want to know what a proponent is? In my definition, maybe the, the dictionary says the same thing, but a proponent is somebody who's a positive component of a bigger system. You know, and it's not that hard. You know, take pride in yourself. Take pride in what you do. Understand, try and remember why you got into it. And, and, and I think that if you, if you forget, if you don't know anymore, then step aside. You know, work in the back office somewhere or get a job in, in, in another location, in another setting. You know, leave the better people alone. You know, and that's, and, 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 and that's what we all ask of you to do. All of the ethical medical assistants, just ask all of the unethical medical assistants, you know, hey, leave us alone. Everybody around you knows you're full of shit. Just ask us. If you say, hey, Santino, uh, tell me the truth, and I will not retaliate or be upset. Am I full of shit? Well, are you sure you won't get upset? Are you sure you won't run to HR? I, I, I won't. I need to know. I need to grow. Okay. Yeah, you're full of shit. You know, like my grandfather said, you know, the worst time of the day is night. Go to bed. You might have your spouse next to you or your family in the other room, but when you go to sleep, you're, you're falling asleep by yourself, and it's, it's your own mentality, and it's your own thought process, and it's your own, you know, that, that, that manipulative thought process you got, you know? Just because the day's ended doesn't mean that your narcissism and, and manipulative, uh, you know, manipulation ends there. No, because more than likely, if you do it at work, you do it at home too. So, to recap, all you good guys out there, are you good medical assistants or any of those in the workforce that have coworkers, as I explained? Remember, don't forget who you are. Remember the good that you've done. Remember why you're doing what you're doing, okay? And think of the times that the patients have looked at you and thanked you, or the patients that you've cried with because they've, they've told you the difference you've made in their life. Don't forget those. It's very easy to forget it because I know we all get in a rut and there's a bunch of, you know, bullshit going on in the world today but just try and remember those write them down on a notepad buy one of those little notepads you know like the like the two and a half by five or six and write down all the accomplishments that you've made now i'm not saying to write it down so you can pull it out and recite it in front of somebody you know and and, and tap your own ass no you know not, not no that's not what it's for write down your accomplishments so when you're down and out and you're blue and you're upset or that, that, that unethical MA upsets you, you can open that notebook and look and say, look at my accomplishments. Look what I've done. You know, you know, uh, put in parentheses those, those great comments that have, been, that have been made about you, you know. Make little mini photocopies of awards and acknowledgments that you've made and tape them in this little notebook. And when you're feeling low and you feel like you've forgotten who you are or why you're doing what you're doing, and you feel like you need to leave because that unethical MA is making you feel that way, Pull out that notebook and look at it. Say, look at what I've accomplished. Look at what I've done. Look at what's been said about me. Look at what I think about me. And it's okay to put down, I believe I'm a good medical assistant. I am a good person. I do good things. And I'm doing it for other people. That's what you can do. Are you unethical MAs? Why don't you just leave everybody else alone? Do your job. You know, what's that old saying? You know, mom taught me if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Well, if you don't have good intentions to do good work, then just don't do the work at all. Because we're in 
a career where we can really hurt somebody, where your narcissism can uh, can amount to negligence. All right. So, you know, thanks everybody for listening. This is just you know a hot topic that's been going around you know for for many 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 days. Well, I'm sorry for 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 a long time. I'm sorry. And you know, if 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 I've made sense, you know, go ahead and voice message me in and let me know how 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 you know an unethical MA has affected your job. Or how about you unethical MAs? Have I hit a chord? Have I pissed you off? Have I upset you? Do you want to tell me something? Okay, voice message me and let me know. And I will address that at the next uh, at the next session, okay? All right, guys. Well, again, this is Santino Tez for All Things Medical Assistant. Uh, thanks for listening to uh, season four of this first, uh, or episode four of this first season. And uh, we'll be back for the next one. Thanks for listening.